The Slow, Wild Outsider, Episode 2. Fucked up, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up. Trigger warning. The following article contains references to drug use, self-harm, death and mental illness. Martin lived in a bungalow on Bennett's farm housing estate, one of the many dead-end roads up there. It was named after a famous scientist, but I can never remember who. All the roads, dead-end blocks, D-shaped avenues, cul-de-sacs, alleyways and squares of flats that created the maze, the mugger's paradise, that was Bennett's farm estate, were named after scientists. Martin's Road had the name of someone who was building nuclear history, some mass murderer in a lab coat. It didn't come with much good karma. It wasn't Alexander Fleming Way. It was a harsh, bleak and hopeless dead end. Anyone who lived in that particular cul-de-sac would have to be terminally ill to end up housed there. It was the last stop before the hospice or the morgue. Each pebble dashed home had two parking spaces. One for the tenant, one for the ambulance, doctor or district nurse. Death Row, as it was known locally, was designed so that there were several turning circles for emergency vehicles and the mobile library. The distance from the parking spot to the front door of a bungalow was as short as it possibly could be without actually parking in the front bedroom. And there were no steps. Everything was on slope, and the pavements were covered with rusty red-coloured, non-slip surface with dull grey handrails either side. If there was a bit of empty wall or a possible route to be taken, there were rails put up. When a gust of wind rushed through Death Row, all the metal rails, lampposts and letterboxes rattled, whistled and sung. An eerie, metallic song of sirens cutting the wind into harmonic layers of screaming and whispering voices, and low, woodwind-like notes that fell into melodies, mantras and chants. On the roundabouts and grassy verges, the council had made an attempt to create something more colourful and uplifting, to offset all the metal and concrete that the grey-skinned occupants of the little boxes had to stare out on. The council had planted dozens upon dozens of spring bulbs, daffodil, tulip, crocus, begonia, tuberose, and several more that had names like the illnesses that the citizens of Death Row were succumbing to. The council ran out of money, so they didn't plant anything more than the bulbs. In the spring, the dying zone was awash with bright, beautiful colours, hues, sensual-shaped petals, and busy insects all starting out on a new cycle of optimistic life. For the rest of the year, the cul-de-sac was punctuated by a grey and brown dystopic freak show and the occasional patch of green grass claiming its space and desperately clinging on, suffocated by exhaust fumes and dog shit. Seal the borders, build walls, and tear down bridges. And if you're the wrong color, well, 
You better watch your back. You realize that they have, um, they have no more worries and everything is calm and peaceful. Everything is calm and peaceful. lessons and I found a guy on Gumtree and I went and did these classes and um, I got him he was in this massive house in Kensington and he walked in and there was loads of instruments everywhere. Um, he was really secretive as well like his mum was in the house, it was his mum's house. And when I got in I was like, oh what's going on with all the instruments? And he goes, mum was, mus was a musical therapist and uh, and anyway, he was he was selling all the arrangements, which was a bit weird, but anyway, he was selling all the arrangements. And she was always kept really secret, never got to meet him. He's like, you can't come at this time because mum will be there and I've got to take mum out and all this stuff. And um, halfway, I, I paid for all these lessons up front. And I said, uh, they were like 150 quid, and I gave him 145 pounds. And I said, look, I need five pounds to get home. <laughs> home, so I could do that next time. He's like, no, I need five pounds. And I was like, well, mate, I'm just, you know, I'm going to come back, so it'll be fine. I thought it was a bit weird. Yeah. And then halfway through, uh, halfway through the lesson, this bloke knocked at the door. And at the time, I was, like, working as a builder, so I didn't think I looked like the type of person learning to play the harmonica. But this guy definitely wasn't. He's in a full TN tracksuit, cap on, and he was like, excuse me, don't go. And they, he went to the door and had, like, a, like, an argument with this bloke over this fiver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> over this fire and then disappeared and then um, you know I just thought it was a bit weird and anyway it happened the same time the color of grass, featuring an orange dasher, leaving nine Oscars harmonic lessons in the underbelly of the harmonic world. Ten, the color of grass, welcome to my world, improvised demo. Eleven, credit credits on that details. Twelve, atmospheres. I wonder what if there's life out there. New stars, old sources. A message from our sponsors. Poetry. Po, 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 poetry go, go, gone wrong. This isn't it.
This is just a tiny taster. Don't worry, it won't last long. It's poetry, brothers and sisters. Poetry that's gone wrong. Poetry that's poetry that's poetry that's poetry that's poetry that's gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a quick fuck or all all right. And there's the other groups that come that are a bit more I wouldn't say perverted, but they have like fetishes and things. They come for they will book like an hour or an hour and a half and they'll want to play out fantasies and do things like that. Whereas the other group will just wanna come quickly, be here for like half hour at the most, do their business and leave. Can you tell me a bit more about the fantasy? The meat instead of clothes, eating your food, money's for fixing and changing the mood as you lie in bed and start to withdraw. Skin and penniless, they know you no more. Lights switched off, they don't answer the phone, their inquiries dried up and they leave you alone. They squeeze all the blood out of the stone, the colours all gone, it's all monotone. You're in your yard, but you're not at home, just another nameless dry up clone. A facing crowd in the twilight zone, be in touch next week when you get some dope. I'd help if I could, but I can't in it though. Off to the city where there are some bucks, don't call or pester when you're down your luck. Trigger warning, what follows is a frank discussion including descriptive contents about BDSM and sexual activity. If you are easily distressed, you may want to skip this article. Alright, so I do, I've got added an extra one on here, which is called Blow and Go. I've added an extra two on it. I do Blow and Go, which is just oral, they can't touch me or anything, and that's £50. I do a 15 minute quickie, which is £60, half an hour is £90, an hour is 150 and an hour and a half is 200 How, how much, how, what's, how much is Mr. Blow and Go? 50 50 quid, and that could be over in a couple of minutes. It yeah. is, it is, my record is like 2 minutes 47 seconds, and it was, that's with them putting their trousers back on as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Slow Wild Outsider, Slow Radio, Walking on the Wild Side, Outsiders of the Mainstream.
Best served with head first, sir. The square hosted the usual stores and businesses, a baker's, an ironmonger, a pub, the Tudor Rose, an overcrammed mini-mart, an exotic pet shop, which is only open at weekends and on public holidays, newsagent, laundrette, pharmacy, charity shop, butchers, greasy spoon calf, a second-hand electrical shop selling hi-fis, outdated laptops, video game consoles, TV sets, and various other bits and pieces. It doubled up as a pawnbroker's and had a tray of, and had a tray of jewellery on display in the front window. And most bizarrely of all, a shop that could not be defined or easily explained away. Behind the grabby windows of the ghostly store, there was a dusty display of dozens of differently aged, sized and styles of naked, bald mannequins, all piled on top of each other creating a creepy and surreal motionless orgy or a mass grave yet to be covered with earth. Nobody had ever seen the unnamed shop open or any movement inside it. There was a faded piece of card with some tiny writing on it it taped to the inside of the glass door. It read, For all inquiries, telephone 474. The remaining numbers were illegible the rest of the text having long since faded away. Yet the chicken couldn't have lived unless it had the carrot. Yet the carrot could not be orange without the chicken. I wonder if there's life out there, because there certainly ain't none in here. I find it really hard to care. Blunt knives can't cut this atmosphere. I wonder if we're being watched by ghosts hiding in the broken clocks. Hiding in the broke, hiding in the broke, hiding in the broke, hiding in the broken, hiding in the broke, hiding in the broke, hiding in the broken, hiding in the broken clocks. I wonder if we're being watched. I wonder if there's a god or wizard. Brand's new scar, same old scissors. Podcast radio for interested ears, made by people with no voice. Slow down. Go on, go on, and go on again. I'm feeling Cursed by the words of ages, that clockwork logic buried deep within is all down in skies by a sheet of white wires. Shouldn't be transformed, all the seas are swallowed up and Yeah. Oh, it is. 
And now it is all. We are going to switch off the machine. Turn out the light and go home. You will have to learn to eat. Time. You are going to be alone for a while. In the silence that surrounds you, 
in there. Cold night air that's around you. In the vast, empty space inside of you. Can you feel faith fading away? do that to you. Saying goodbye is really hard and we don't want to leave you feeling alienated, afraid and alone. So here are some extra bits for our bumper pack, feature length New Year's package.
2020. See you soon.